Lord, we bless you, we exalt you, we magnify thee. Oh, Lord our God, let's thank God for letting our eyes see this day. We have started a good journey, the month of signs and wonders. May the name of the King of heaven be glorified forever. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we bless you. We exalt and magnify your holy name. In Jesus' holy name we are praised. Amen. Yes, you are very welcome. I believe that uh, a number of us have been having encounters. I've received um, email from some who had uh, some divine encounters. Very strange. One of them was extremely happy. I will have read the text, uh, the email to you, but I think maybe on, on the on the on the uh, watch night tomorrow we'll look at that. But you know. What God is zeroing our heart in from all the prayers we have been praying from the beginning of this month, really from the last two weeks of the month of May, you will discover that God began to speak to us about hearing the voice of God, hearing the voice of God, hearing the voice of God. And then as we moved into this new month, you know, very interesting, God began to talk about encounters. Really the whole month of May, we started from the Holy Spirit, then into hearing the voice of God. Now, each time that we go into a particular area, usually what happens is that people start having encounters of it. And I believe very much that this, this very month that God says, God says to us that it's going to be the month of signs and wonders, God is about to do something. And he has started in the life of some of us. And I pray that it will go round. Before we will break the bread today, I want to just reflect your mind on yesterday and today. Where we stopped yesterday was the book of Acts chapter 4. Because the book of Acts chapter 5 and 6 is the aftermath of the book of Acts chapter 3 and 4. Chapter 3 and 4. You recognize the fact that the story of the beautiful gate came in. And then in chapter 3, and then persecution arose. And then when persecution arose, the hand of God began to move through the healing of one man. And the result of it was that the healing of that man brought 3,000 souls to the church. But after that happened, the Sanhedrin arrested Peter and John for doing good things. <laughs> I say that provocatively because I want to show you something. The reason why hell breaks loose when you have a breakthrough. <laughs> when the devil sees the hand of God move, the next thing you are going to expect is a battle. But you know the fact is that the battle with the devil is a battle that has been predetermined by heaven. You cannot fail it. You cannot fail it. So when the battle, when the devil comes in this battle, get ready. First Corinthians 15 to 7. It says, thanks be to God who always gives us victory. The victory has been determined. However, there are a few lessons we need to learn so that our expectation can be high. So the persecution led the disciples to go back to their own company and they began to pray. And we looked at that yesterday. But look at their prayer that they prayed. They said, now Lord, consider their threat and enable your servants to speak the word with great boldness. 
Stretch out your hands to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your son Jesus. So if this is the month of miraculous signs and wonders, we must pray for it. We must pray for it. We must pray for it. You must pray relentlessly every day. If you can't in every hour when you go to prayer, I will pray every prayer prayer you are going to pray. Remember that, that very verse 30. Stretch out your hand, O God, this month and do signs and wonders. Stretch out your hands, O God, this month and do signs and wonders. We must pray it and pray daily, 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 daily as a focus. But if you look at it also, reading the book of Zechariah, we began to read about prophetic, 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 prophetic. This is very, very interesting. So it means that what I'm going to be teaching you within this month will, will, will linger within signs and wonders and prophetic. I can hear God these things. God wants you to know him, the spiritual one. He wants you to get into the realm of the prophetic. He wants your eyes to be open. He wants your ears to, to hear. He wants you on your sleep, on your dream to, to have encounters. When you are awake, he wants you to see angels. He wants you to burst into angels and speak with angels. He wants you to have discernment. He wants you to, you, you, God wants you to have total experience of, of, of what Christianity is about. Christianity without encounter with God is not complete. Because the Bible says in the book of Hebrew, chapter, uh, uh, 1 verse 14, uh, uh, yeah, 1 14, it says that are not all angels, ministering spirit sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. So if all angels are ministering spirit sent to serve us, then we are supposed to see them. We are supposed to see them. If those who worship Satan see demons, then Christians you see angels. And this, we're going to be dealing with it throughout this month. As well as entering into the signs and wonders. But you must pray it so that your expectation is high. Your spirit is charged. And you are expecting it anytime. <laughs> and you will get it. You will get it. And that is the grace that uh, uh, Pastor was praying about. That God should give us grace. That grace, you will get it tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, let me help us, therefore. Can you imagine after the prayer they prayed? Because their prayer was defined, targeted. Is you know say After they prayed, after the one, the place where they were meeting was shaking, and, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Every Christian, if you can do what they did, you have, you will receive it. And this is what we are doing on this platform. Remember, today is the 300 and... Uh, uh, sorry, four. <laughs> let, let me bring it on board. Today is the 434 night we have been praying. 434 night that we have been praying. Is that not amazing? Something is about to happen. I was watching one of our programs on YouTube yesterday when we were 378 nights of prayer. And if you look at that very video, to now, God has taken us higher and higher in everything. In the depth of knowledge of God, name it. Now listen to me, therefore. The prayer they prayed brought manifestation. Every prayer is a powerful weapon. Now the result that came out of intensive, committed prayer, verse all the believers who are one in heart and mind. And we're going to keep on praying until our heart and mind are totally bonded, 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 bonded. That means heart and mind bonded is that every one on the platform, when God says expect a miracle, all our heart is expecting miracle. When God says 
I'm going to speak of prophetic. Everybody is seeking into prophetic. When God says, I'm talking about warfare, everybody is seeking into warfare. So that we are saturated in our brain, in our mind, in our heart. That is oneness of heart and mind. So the place you are by, you can pick up by the Spirit of God what will be said in the next meeting. Overnight, God has visited you in the morning, in the day where you are doing your normal duty. God has spoken to you. And when you come in, tonight is what I'm going to do. When you come in that night, that is what the man of God will say. That God is saying to me that this is what he's going to do today. And this is what being united heart and mind. But you see, united heart and mind comes when there's a great desire from the spirit of man. And we really seek him. Not allow this prayer to be like a routine that when you pray here, what you pray here tonight, you don't remember it again till tomorrow. No, what we pray today, you must keep on praying them, praying them, praying them, praying them into the next prayer tomorrow. That's why I would say write down where people are praying. Write the scriptures down so that you, you compile your own prayer book. This is what brings total heart and mind. But if you look at it, when heart and mind become bonded, what will happen? With great power, the apostles continue to testify. The, testify, the, test, the, the testimony of apostles will increase in power. It will increase in power. And the signs and wonders that follow intimidated the devil. The signs and wonders that follow, you read from verse 12. You know what happened in uh, uh, chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, is amazing. Sometimes when you read it, you wonder. Very, very amazing. But however, I tell you something. In that uh, case of Ananias and Sapphira, before that chapter 5, if you read chapter 6 of verse, of verse, verse, uh, sorry, chapter 4, verse 30, 36, before we go to chapter 5. Uh, my eyes speak something, I don't know whether you notice it, but if you have not, just watch this. It says in chapter 4, verse 36, Joseph, a Levite. Who is that Joseph? Joseph, a Levite. From Cyprus, this same Cyprus island. Who was an apostle called Barnabas? <laughs> Did you see that now? Barabbas came from Cyprus. <laughs> this Cyprus that are going to do all day now. Are you not amazed that he's also a Levite? He was a Levite. No wonder he was into prophetic. This Barabbas, you read more, in the church of Antioch, is the one who went to invite Paul to come and join the church of Antioch. It was in the church of Antioch, the word Christianity, Christian, first surface. But watch this man. You will read about him as long as you go. Here he said he sold his field and he gave him money. But what I wanted to notice here is Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas. Apostles are the one who baptized him with the new name. Which means son, son of encouragement. He's really a son of encouragement because he sold his field, massive field, and just put the money. He's a man, he's a son of encouragement. So he must have done many good works and acts of encouraging people before the apostles call him son of encouragement. Change his name from Joseph. Nobody knew him again as Joseph, but as Barnabas. Now, and I want us to copy from people like this. Do you get it now? But if you go further to chapter to verse twelve of that chapter, chapter five, now you begin to read actions. 
the reply of the prayer. There was great fear of God that came to the church because the heart and mind were abundant. Selfishness was out of the door. Godliness took over the heart of the people. And everybody, everybody was totally committed to God. Heart and mind, heart and mind. Everybody was, nobody was seeking his own interest. Everybody was seeking the interest of one another. There was genuine love. You don't need to preach about love. You don't need to teach about love because they are love in, 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 in the slave. And we must get there. This prayer we are praying, let it, let it reform your heart. The word of God you hear daily, let it transform your mind. Allow the word to have to, to enter you. Allow the word to percolate. Allow the word to change you. Your attitude, your way of thinking, your reasoning. Let the word have its place. I will get so that our prayers can be very effective. Effectual fervent prayer of who? The righteous. And the righteous man is not a perfect man, but it's a man who, you know, applied the word upon himself. That is a righteous man. Somebody who is very minded, mindful of God. Really, the lady who wrote me uh, uh, testimony today is one of the ladies who watched us from Kenya. And, uh, you know, you know, she, she had an encounter that she, she, the Lord took her to the realm of the spirit. All right. From that realm, she slept. And then she woke up to another realm. They woke him up. But physically, she was still sleeping. Then, in that realm, she slept. They woke him up to another realm. <laughs> she was so stunned. When, when, when we was reading the interview today, I was so excited that, my God, my God. I'm so happy that people, all, you know, each one of you are having these encounters. Because sometimes when I tell you about the encounters of the Lord, it looks strange. The how, you know, what's supposed to say, but it is real. It should be our normal life. And it happens when our heart is committed just like this. So, perform miraculous signs and wonders, verse 12. Among the people, and all believers used to meet in the Solomon's colonnade. Remember Solomon's colonnade in chapter 3. That is where the crippled man was healed in the temple came. So, Solomon's colonnade is within the temple area. Understand they went to church daily. That is where CFT started praying in your church building every day. When the COVID is over, we will do the same. But we will not stop this line, this prayer line in the evening that we do. Our temple will be open in the day for day afternoon prayer. So that every day afternoon we pray. We pray. And in the evening we gather on this platform to pray. Now, look at it says no one else there to join them, even though they were, high, well, they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord. We have to make that decision in our countries. Because you are joining me from various platforms. Sometimes we get too engrossed with God bring revival to the whole world. Leave that alone for us. Let us be revived. And then through us, the world will be revived. God is looking for people who just look inward. Because these people made a difference in their community. The community quickly recognized them. And the whole people respected them dearly. I want to see that in every branch of CFT Global. Global. All hands on deck. With God. And many more people will join. When we, the church hit that, people will join. But as a result, verse 15, People brought the sick into the streets and laid, laid hands, laid them on the beds 
and mat, so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Can you imagine the faith of the people because of what they had seen? We have to pray. This is the month of signs and wonders. We have to seek it. We have to expect it. Crowd gathered also from the town around Jerusalem. I can't wait to see that happen with us. Bringing their sick and those tormented by evil spirits. And all of them were healed. Can I ask you, did these people have billboard? No. Did they have social media to advertise? No. Did they have tablet papers? No. Television? No. The miracle advertises. That is where we are praying to. And that's what we must all expect. When Jesus passed through the church in miraculous signs and wonders, it will advertise itself. It will advertise itself. Now we now have all this platform too. Can you imagine? We can do more than this people. If we can reach the high they reached, we will get there in the name of Jesus Christ. It says in verse 17, then the high priest and, and all his associates who were members of the party of the Sadducees were filled with jealousy. <laughs> they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. Watch this. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. This is the first time it happened. Before you read it again in Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12. This man Peter has been used to angels coming to bring him out of jail. <laughs> Hallelujah. No wonder the second time that he was in jail, they tied him with his with chain to kill him the following day. He was just sleeping. Maybe he remembered the angel that came to bring him out of this jail. Now, I don't worry about these guys. Let me just have a nap, man. That is the type of confidence God wants us to reach when we truly have intimate fellowship with God. We will have it. It hasn't got to do with apostolic office. No. It has to do with a child of God who has intimate fellowship. May God help our hearts. The angel said to him, go stand in the temple court. He said, you know, when, when, they, when they saw him, when the jail locked up, and he came to their jail the following day, the door was not, was not open. But when they opened it, they didn't find Peter there. They were supposed to be afraid, isn't it? And then they saw Peter in the same place, preaching again, doing the same thing. That they, for which they want to, they, they. But you see, when the devil enters into people to persecute believers, they never have remorse. And this is the result of the prayer that we saw in verse that is, uh, 28 and 9 of chapter 4. Now, let us go further. The whole of chapter 5 tells you that they did not budge to threat. Because Peter said after they had threatened them in verse 29 of chapter 5, Peter and other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than men. Put knife on our necks, we will obey God. We are ready to die for the cause of the gospel of Jesus. And so, that led them to the conversion of Mr. Gamaliel. <laughs> Hallelujah. As that was his boy, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law. That is a great lawyer, like his son. Uh, uh, QC, I mean like a QC, who was honored by all his people, stood up in the room and ordered that the men be put outside for a little while. And he argued on their behalf. 
he became a disciple. However, look at the attitude of the apostles and the church, verse 42 of chapter 5. Because what we are looking at is this. We want to look at these people. What do they do? How did they manage that God used them so much? How did they manage that angels will appear to them at will? That they could have so much gift and operate in the Holy Spirit? Look, in 42 it says, day after day, in the temple courts, and from house to house, they never stop teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Christ. Can I say something to you? Whenever I read this, I always help you to know this. There are some people who believe in the church of God that we don't have to meet in church building. Please help me read this to them. It's chapter, verse 42 here and verse 42 from uh, chapter, chapter 2 also. From verse 42 to 44. The temple of God, the church of the living God, building is a shrine of God. We are Christians must meet daily. It doesn't have to be everybody coming daily. But the house of God should be the house of prayer. Those who are staff members of, of Christian uh, churches, they should have a prayer time in the house of God that everybody can come and join. I think we are going to implement our own. So that in the afternoon, people can come in for coffee or tea around and we pray. And then in the evening, we pray on this platform. Because this platform can reach a lot more people. They went to church daily. And house to house, they break bread. That is house fellowship. House fellowship is to integrate people who live in the same community. It is community-oriented. It is different from a church where you can travel um, some minutes or hours to. For house, house, house fellowship, it should be just you within your area, beginning from one family in the house, and then, you know, they invite other families in the house, and they join. Or you have three, four families living in the same area, and they can trek. It's a trekking distance. It should not be a place you drive to. That's what house fellowship is supposed to be. Where well, those they don't even have cars. So, but the fact is this, the church cannot, and there's nowhere in the Bible that tells you that we should not meet in building. Anybody who teaches that teaches error. Day after day, they went to the temple. They went to the temple. They didn't build their own yet at the time, but they went to the one that is existing. And from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Christ. Then you read about Stephen. Now you see chapter 6 tells you how Stephen came about. And I'm going now towards the end of my message for today. Because you see, we need to have the understanding that all these disciples and apostles and members of the church in the Old Testament, they are just like us. All of them have career. They have work. They go. They retire home. They have husband. They have wives. They have children. They have family. And yet they still have God. Some of them are aristocrats. Some of them are, you know, from, you know, uh, a very rich family. Some of them are poor. Most of them are poor. But there are people who are from rich, very, very extremely rich families. There are people who are, who are, you know, highly intelligent, you know, lawyers and, and, and judges of the day. They were part of the church. Members of Herod's household. They are members of the church. The gospel caught through from the royalty to the man on the streets. And that is what it must be today. 
today. Today. So there was a dispute about sharing of, of food. And then I want to look at this. So, because there was dispute about sharing of food, in verse 3 of chapter 6, the apostle says, Brother, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them. Which responsibility? That is domestic running of the church. The church of God constitutes two arms. Administrative arm and the spiritual arm. The spiritual arm is the arm that constitutes all the departments in church, ushers, you know, stage handlers, uh, you know, uh, those who clean the altar, altar care, protocol, who look into, you know, sanity in the church, and if anybody has an issue medically, they can, they can attend to them, you know, if there's a, you know, a issue of fire, they can help people evacuate, and they are certificated in all these things, the medical group, who are medical doctors, you know, have their position where they were, welfare group, who take care of people, you know, who have, who have needs in the church, you know, and, you know, we cannot come and be uh, addressed, uh, announcing needs of people is confidential, but when they contact us, we have the welfare group who will go to them, young and old, in hospital and stuff, and minister to their needs, and all things like that. And you have, in CFT, you have the tabernacle women, you know, who are involved in various domestic issues, and this kind of thing that they are sharing for the church, any issue like that, they are involved in hospitality and all stuff like that. You have the, the Susannas who help people, you know, when they want to get married and prepare those youths for good marriage. You know, you have uh, Joannas who attend to ministers and you have protocol. So you have all these people in the church, all manners of groups in the church. But I tell you this, these people, then you have the diaconists. Today, we have deacons and deaconesses. The reason why we have deaconesses is because in those days in, in Jewish culture, women are not allowed to do many things by culture. But in these days, the Lord has brought liberty because we read the letters of Paul that says that women and men are, are to be treated equally. And also we recognize that in the olden days, like in the days of uh, people like Deborah, she was a woman, a wife of somebody, but she was leading the whole country. She was like the prime minister of the country. She was the judge of the country. She was the judiciary, she was the legislator, she was everything. And people followed that. So similarly here, we have deacons and deaconesses, but their role is to look after the day-to-day running of the church, of the appearance of the church. Nevertheless, look at the Qualification, every member of departments, every deacon, every deaconess should have. Verse 4. It says, let me read verse 3 and verse 4. Brothers, two seven men among you who have known to be full of the Spirit. You can't have a worker who does not know his left from his right. Even the worker who is not sure that she's born again or he's born again. You can't have such. Maybe you see this, what I'm telling you. In this June, as you are entering July, we have to go back to drawing board. Every pastor needs to, to check the workers in his church. This is not a matter of check them uh, as a group. One after the other. For them to, for you to be sure they are born again, maybe we need to take them in the month of July, the whole church, through the doctrine of salvation. 
I will endeavor to make sure that it's available to you. Materials to teach. So that we are sure that those who serve in the house are born again. Not only that, they are baptized in the Holy Spirit. And if they are not, we minister to them first. These are the workers in the house of God. And this is Philip. Criterion for worker is not a theology degree or medicine a degree or a, you know law degree or engineering, no, or carpentry, no. The criterion for the worker in the house of God is that they must be full of spirit and wisdom. Wisdom of God. They must be God lovers. You don't preach to people like that to tithe. No. You don't tell them not to backbite. You don't, it's, it's not necessary. They have passed that stage. They have passed the stage of discipline, their mouth and their spirit and their mind. Now, this is the basic criteria for serving in the temple of God. You know, if you look at what I'm saying, you discover that many churches falter with it, including ourselves too. But we have to go to drawing board now and then, you know, repair the altar. If some people have to be retired for some time, they need to be retired and until they catch it. So that they will not go and say that we walk out here, I went to break somebody's nose out there because it's angry. She's angry, she's fighting. And she punched somebody at the nose. A worker of which church? Oh, yeah, your worker here, they caught him sleeping with another woman. He has been having a wife, extra wife outside his marriage for years. Now, you know, he's impregnated two, three women. And he's a leader in the church. That should never happen. Never happen. I think because in the in this modern day church of God, we have been so loose in our gas. Now we have to tighten the bells. We have to tighten the bells. If we want to see the Bible manifestation, we have to stop being mediocre and we have to stop all these easy believers in stuff. We have to be straightened up. Listen, brother, I'm not talking to the whole world, I'm talking to us. If the whole world like let them do it, you don't like it's their business. Here, I'm talking about you. We are yelling on this platform. We have made blunders. And we have to put it right. But in godliness, so that people are not routineous, but they are godly. Their heart is purified. We have to check all our workers, all our ministers, all our leaders. You don't have a leader who beats his wife or a wife who abuses the husband all the time, losing his mouth. We don't have that as a worker at all. Talk less a minister. These together, we will achieve it. I didn't hear your amen. Your amen should blow my television screen. I didn't hear your amen. Amen. Let me look at all of you mouth. I want to see all your mouth there. I said that all of us have to go back to drawing board. Say amen. Amen. Uh You know, we cannot continue to ask God for what we did not contribute to. You understand what I'm saying now? You know what will happen. Once we put ourselves on the line, then God will come in and help us. Actually, by the time we do July to August, come on now. Come on now. Your song will change to, it is raining all over me. I can feel it. The Lord rain. Come now. It is bad enough that you help me sing that song. <laughs> Until we are soaked, soaked, soaked. Until we are wet, wet, wet. That is Birmingham for you. Tell the Birmingham. That is their major song. It is raining. Every day I go there, it is raining. (laughs) 
They never have dry season. <laughs> Hallelujah. We will not get into it, brethren. Which means that every one of us will put ourselves in line. Beginning from me, my wife, everyone in the church, my pastors, and everyone in the church. We have to weigh ourselves that, ah, am I full of the Holy Ghost? Yes, okay, wisdom. Okay, we have to get it there, man. That is the criteria we employ any one of us. Because, you see, I told you yesterday that you want to go to theological school, I recommend every Christian to go and study theology. Every Christian. You don't have to want to study theology because you want to be a pastor. No, no. Every Christian study theology. If the church will teach you, take you through quite a number of theology we can, and how theology has risen in various things, we let you know because it's a good knowledge to have, but it's not profitable in, you know, this matter of godliness. It's just like your medical knowledge or your law knowledge or your engineering knowledge. This is the fact that you will agree with me. When we are doing first degree, all of us who did first degree, HR, everything. When you left first degree, I give you just 12 months. You have forgotten what you learned in first year. If you are the greatest genius. They are all fitting away gradually, isn't it? So the only one you that remain with you are the areas that you are practicing. So it's just theology. You read it, you read it, you have knowledge. But then, you forget quite a lot of things. But you can remember the ones that you are applying to the Bible that you are reading. But then, that does not qualify you to be a worker. Neither does it qualify you to be a minister of God. What qualifies you to be a minister of God or a worker is full of the Spirit and full of wisdom. No wonder. Philip, the Bible says that after they did that, you know, uh, the apostle said, for us, and we, and we will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. So anybody who says I'm a minister, your ministry is prayer and studying the Bible. All ministers, this is not just apostles, all ministers. Your ministry is stu- because as a minister in your office, people can just hear that you're a minister. And they come and say, ah, I just heard that you're a, you're a pastor who oh, I never knew. Ah. What a great thing. I just gave my life to Jesus and I had the pastor yesterday talk about Onesimus. Do you know, do you have any name Onesimus in the Bible? I say Ominiforos. You are telling me Ominiforos. He said, no, 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 Onesimus. They are Onesimus, Onesimus. I don't think so. Pastor! (laughs) That would not be your portion. So pastor have their calling to pray regularly, to read the Bible regularly. What will that do? Miracle signs and wonders. And in verse 7 it says, so the word of God spread. The number of disciples was in Jerusalem increased rapidly. And a large number of priests, theologians now, became obedient to the faith. Because they went back to the drawing board. Choose those who will lead you. They must be filled with the Spirit and they must be filled with wisdom. Not people that people are fighting, they will deceive both of them. Or side take side on one person to, to drop the other person. They are not people like that. They will say the truth. They will say the fact. They will not shift their goalposts. They are full of wisdom. They know how to present cases because they will lead the people. And then Stephen came out of it. And that's where you see verse 8 that says, Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, 
did great wonders and miraculous signs among them. Remember, I showed you yesterday the correlation that for you to operate power, Holy Spirit must come upon you. For you to operate in prophetic, Holy Spirit must come upon you. And we looked at the Old Testament, the New Testament, we're looking at faith. We looked at the New Testament yesterday. Those of you who remember, we looked at the book of Acts chapter, chapter, uh, uh, 3 verse 16. That's where we started the beautiful gate. Faith that, you know, this man was healed by faith in the name of Jesus. Then we went to Acts chapter 4, uh, uh, 30, where they prayed for boldness so that they can preach the word of God. Then we went to Zechariah. And he says, not by power, not by mind, but by my spirit. And then we went back into the Acts chapter 2. And we found out that where faith operates, it is the spirit of God that came upon them. Where wisdom operates, it is the spirit of God that came upon them. Where angels came, it was the spirit of God that came upon them to open their eyes and everything. So we recognize, therefore, that the, the what matters most is God, the Holy Spirit. It is the spirit of the living God. And that's why Grace was given to Stephen because he was full of the Spirit and the Spirit produced grace and power. And great wonders and miraculous sign was wrought among them. And you know, this is where we stop today. And verse 15 says of chapter 6, all who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen and they saw that his face was like the furnace, uh, the face, sorry. It was like the face of an angel. They saw righteousness oozing out. I wondered, what about you? They saw holiness radiating. I wondered, what about you? God looked, God that lived in Stephen, looked through the window of his eyes and they saw their maker. And they said it looked like angel. I wonder. We are going to lift up our voices together and pray. Oh Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Begin to pray and tell the Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit, oh Lord. Fill me. These are people like us. We are supposed to be greater than them. My God and King, we pray for ourselves. Tell God the Holy Spirit, send your fire into my soul. Send your fire into my mind. Send your fire into my body. Purify me, Lord. Purify me, oh Lord. Tell the Lord it's time to purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me, oh Lord. Rabo Chandaramasa. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me. Lord, I be sixty, I be sixty, I be sixty, I be sixty by your mercy. Your mercy, your mercy, your mercy, your mercy, your mercy, your mercy. Fill me, Lord, fill me, Lord, fill me, Lord, Holy Spirit, 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 fill me. Cleanse me, cleanse me, send your fire, send your fire, send your fire into our houses, send your fire all around us, send your fire to my soul, send your fire to my spirit, send your fire to my body. Oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. Send your fire, send your fire, send your fire, make the new man of me, 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 make the new man of me. Rambasonda Ramonde Rebonde Rakinda Shande Reboronde Sikambara Malande. Fill me with your fire, Lord God. Purify my heart, O God. Purify my soul, O God. Purify my body, Lord Jesus. Father, we pray, we pray, we pray, pray. We purify our hearts 
Let your Holy Spirit fill us. Let the Holy Spirit rest upon us. The spirit of grace and power. Let it manifest through us. Let us ask the Lord, help my heart to return to heaven. That every hour I will be heavenly minded. Every hour, this is the month of power. It's the month of signs and wonders. Father Lord, I pray thee, from today, let your spirit rest upon me. To remind me every hour of the month of June that this is the, is the month of signs and wonders. It is the month of power. It is the month of power. It is the month of power. Father, we pray thee. 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 Father, pour your spirit upon us. Fire in our bones. Fire in our body. Destroy every weariness and laziness in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of hell around us, let them be consumed with fire. Seven miles radius to where we are. Let your fire fall. Let your fire fall. Let your fire fall. Let your fire fall. Let Let the past of Satan be destroyed. Every weakness, every weariness in our soul. Holy Ghost fire destroyed. Holy Ghost fire destroyed. Holy Ghost fire destroyed. Pray for yourself. Liberation and freedom. Liberation and freedom in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Wake us up, Lord, from slumber. Enable us by your spirit. Lord, change our character. Change our mindset. Change our behavior. Change our attitude. Free us, O God. From our flesh. Free us, O God, from this weak flesh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Empower us to subdue our flesh under our control, under the control of the mind of Christ in us. Lord, we pray thee. We praise and glorify your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us. Amen and amen. Father, we exalt and magnify your name. We thank you for tonight. And we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for what you have done and for the greater thing that is ahead of us. May our heart, O oh God, be joyful when we hear your word. May we, O oh God, never depart from your presence. That which you have started, we know you will complete. Lord, grant us the patience and the faith to hang on unto the fullness of time. For the path of the righteous go brighter and brighter to the fullness of days. So long it shall be unto us. Our mouth shall be filled with laughter every day of this month. And our tongue with songs of joy. I sign your messenger at the door of our lips. Put a guard over our mind, O God. Do not do, help us not to partake in the evil works of men. Give us the sandment, O oh God, of your spirit. Father, Lord, help us. Fill us with the wisdom that comes from heaven. Knowledge and understanding and insight. Resilience, O oh God, that we, that we stand by you until we are true in the things that you have ordained for us. Warrior spirit that never give up until success and victory is achieved. Let it rest upon everybody. Thank you, Lord, because you have done it. We bless those who have their birthdays today. We remember them, O God, that you open the book of remembrance concerning them. Lord, that you will take them from where they are to where they ought to be. That this your new year, I say, will be a year of restoration. The Lord will return to you the year the locusts have eaten. You will remember the day of your birth and bless the Lord for it forever. May God fulfill his purpose for you, the land of the living. May the Lord strengthen you and replenish your body, your soul, and your spirit. 
and may the Lord grant you the desires of your heart. Lord, bless every marriage represented today to defeat the devil over marriages. Destroy the weapons of the wicked one against marriages. Lord, seal every marriage in the blood of the Lamb with the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of knowledge. Destroy the weakness of flesh that emotional flesh will not be able to destroy homes. But Lord, tolerance, wisdom, understanding and insight that you grant unto every marriage that your name be exalted. Bless every home, O God, with the dew of heaven. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with us. Amen. Amen and amen and amen.